Hello and welcome. You are listening to episode 99 of the Nearly Men Video Games podcast coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday the 11th of November 2021. I am Colin Little and joining me today is Blunderboy87. Hello. And Paul Kaczynski. Oh, hi there. Hello. We are the Nearly Men and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer... Hamster Boy. We have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them. We don't sell them. We're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. Not going to lie. See, without the the nonsense of Mm -hmm. last week, that was boring. Uh, (laughs) That's the thing. That's the first time Colin's ever said it. I stumble here or there. That was very... I, I, I thought that was properly. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, good. I thought that definitely. Well. That was dull. It was, it was a wee bit. Lots of the eye with the camera. Dull. Actually pointed, including the audience and the. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, yeah. that'll, that'll work on the radio. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff. <laughs> lots of stuff. Well, you see, the thing was, it was an energetic and vibrant performance. So, um, audibly, it worked wonderfully, and uh, it's it was going to carry a couple over. Extra different treats for the, for the people out there watching. We you know, treats for the visual listeners. We that was, that was we me. I, I work on many, many planes. Beautiful. Many, many planes. Do you know what I mean? Love to, love to see it or for the listeners to hear it. Exactly. There's multiple planes. But we Listen, can all Jeff, feel right? it. Listen, <laughs> we have done 99 of these, okay? What? Well, you I, that, I, I don't, I don't think we should be that impressed that I finally got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should really be going, oh my god, wow, wow, look at this, 99 attempts it took, and if, if that was that good, then this, this, this does not sound good for any of us. No, hey, it does not, does small mouse steps, you got to celebrate the small small mouse steps. Small miles? What's a small mile step? What's a mile step? Do you mean oh, a milestone? You mean yeah, mil- small milestones. Like baby steps and milestones. Are you, I think um, I've done that thing I do when I mix up my scenes. Mix metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do it all the time. So if I didn't, it would be a bit disappointing. Either that or it's like, how big are your feet? Milesteps? <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's not my feet, it's my legs. <laughs> um, how, how are we doing? How are we doing, gentlemen? Are we well? Yeah. Uh, as always, yeah. Yes, Ooh. yes. Busy, busy, but I've actually managed to play games. What? I see that. I see that blunders. I know. <laughs> I've managed to play actually play video games. I've not been going to bed at like half eight nine o'clock, so I've been a wee cheeky hour here or there for some video games and some very good video games. Must say, Blunder so- has been playing lots of video games. Paolo's been playing lots of video games. I've not really been playing that many video games. Um, but. Um, we we're, we're going to talk about video games regardless, and um, <laughs> luckily enough, uh, lots of our lovely listeners and viewers have also been playing lots of video games, and they've been in touch. So we're going to hear all about their games as well. If you would like to get in touch, and bear in mind that next week's uh, well, next episode is going to be the episode one hundred spectacular. <gasps> we'll, talk little, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, but if you would like to be included in episode 100 of the Nearly Men Video Games podcast, then you're going to have to get in touch. And to do that, 
Here is how you do it. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Gary at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men. Or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? Yes, there we go. So what have you been waiting for? Um, So as I said... It's actually been a bit of a slow uh, sort of news week. There's there's not a massive amount to talk about, but I'd like to actually mention a couple of things that I spotted. Um, mainly, oh, he's I don't gone, know if he's gone off guys, script. Sorry. Everyone, he's gone off script. We don't know. We are not responsible. <laughs> Any of you guys saw this? Did you see the Elden Ring gameplay? I didn't, but I saw people talk about it, and they were impressed. For me, it would have been about like, oh look, Dark Souls with a different name. I'm exactly the same as Blunder. I saw a little bit of it and I was like, oh yeah, Dark Souls, yeah. <laughs> I'm not convinced that you would Ooh. be quite like that, Blunder. Um, oh. It's properly, and I mean properly open world. I heard that. Um, and that really s- caught my interest. Um I wasn't sure about Elden Ring, and when I saw the the, the previous um, teaser that they, they released, or the previous little trailer they showed us, it looked very much just like Dark Souls. And I'd actually kind of forgotten that um, that it was open world at that time, and they weren't really showing you any of the open world. Um, but actually seeing the footage, you, you, you're on horseback, you're rampaging Ooh. about, and it's genuinely like... You know, you can mark things on the map about where you know there's difficult enemies or where you know there's treasure or or things like that. Um, there, there's these sort of like spring, magical sort of like springboard sort of areas where you, you ride your horse onto it and jump and it mm-hmm. like, it blasts you like 100 <laughs> feet out there and up a cliff and stuff. It's, it's bonkers. Um, the, yeah, it just, it really does look very cool. Um, the you know it's very funny that it's you know it's um 10 years uh, the 10 year anniversary of skyrim because actually there's a very skyrim-esque kind of feel to the game in some ways um there's a little bit in the of footage in the trailer um where or in the, the gameplay video where um where he's the, the, the player's characters riding riding a horse across this thing and uh across this sort of plain sort of forest it all looks beautiful and this massive dragon comes out of the sky and they start fighting a, a, a very sort of Skyrim-esque battle with this enormous dragon, mm. but the play, the player's on horseback. It's not scripted. It's entirely, this is not like a big cinematic, you know, like you would expect in a kind of Uncharted-esque sort of or a God of War. This is a, a kind of Dark Souls battle taking place in an open world with an enormous dragon um and it it looks astonishingly um cinematic at the same time it's not like um at least on that trailer it's not running up and slashing them and a bunch of numbers coming away um at one point the the player rides his horse like underneath the dragon and slashes at the top of the the dragon and you see 
you see like the 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 sword cut into it you see blood you see it, it, it looks fabulous um mm. i i was genuinely very taken by it and actually suddenly went oh i think i'm into this now <laughs> um so i'm quite excited about it i'm i'm quite mm-hmm. excited it's it, i think one of the tricky things about the dark souls games um which can be put off-putting for some people and I, i've found it a little bit with demon souls is if you get a bit stuck you know if you can't get past a certain boss or you get a bit lost and you can't find the route to the next sort of hub mm-hmm. then you you get very stuck i think that that's going to be a lot harder to to do i mean there will be areas of the map you're like wow there's a boss there or a monster there that i cannot deal with right now so i'm staying out of the way of there but by that token as well it's not like well i guess i'm stuck here till i beat this thing because i can't go anywhere else right Uh... and i think that will open that game up to to other people it's still going to clearly be very difficult it did look difficult um it's still going to be a dark souls game but i think it's going to have more freedom than any of the other sort of from self games have got and i i just think it's looking fabulous i really do mm-hmm. um yeah so i was i was really taken with it um i'll need to check it out I, i've got a kind of love hate relationship with dark souls i I've, I've only i've well i've only played dark souls 3 to be honest mm-hmm. with any real worth um and it's i i loved playing it I loved playing the game, but I get bored very quickly, and mm. I don't know why. I don't know why that is, because it's not like mm-hmm. I wasn't enjoying playing the game. I loved playing it. I loved, I loved the movement of it. I loved the mechanics of it. I loved the fact it was very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I kind of got, you know, I'd, I'd beat one boss, and then you'd go right, okay, and then it'd be more of the same, and I'd be a bit like, um. I think it's because I, I I don't want to work out the kinks. I I I don't want to start doing it. You know, you know. I, I always remember playing Jedi Fallen Order, and one of the particular bosses was a real nasty one for me. I couldn't beat it, and I remember Blunder saying to me, "What well, have you learned the rhythm yet? Have you learned the 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 mm. order of which what they do?" And I'm a bit. I don't want to do that in a game. I don't want to learn what. I don't want to learn the the rhythm of it. I, I want I want to be surprised. I want it to be organic. And I think that's maybe what gets me about Dark Souls a wee bit, that you have to kind of learn what the boss does because it's a, a, it's a sequence. I don't know. Do you, do you know, I don't, <clears throat> I don't mind when you've got to learn a boss's attack pattern in a game where if the boss looks at you, you die. See if it's a game where you, when you first meet that boss, you're, you're going to stand a chance to get pick up the rhythm a wee bit and you're kind of mm-hmm. like, right, I'm getting into it. What I find with the Dark Souls games is the first time you meet the boss, it just flicks you and you're dead. And then the second time you go to the boss, you get a wee bit further and you're a bit of rhythm. Right, okay. And then the third time you go, you might be lucky to get to the next stage, but then the rhythm changes and you're like, all oh, right, next phase of the fight. And it's like back to square one. I find that's where I get a little bit disheartened because I'm a, like, I like strategy and I like the rhythm and I, there's something very rewarding figuring it out. But I find, it was, it was, I play Bloodborne more than others. I find with Bloodborne sometimes, You've got the rhythm, and then they just throw caution to the wind and aggro again, and then you're dead, and you're like, oh, we've never done that before. And then I'm like, but then what was the point of trying to learn the rhythm? So now that I know the rhythm, the game's like, ah! The Souls games don't really have a rhythm. There's not, they're not, the enemies aren't really predictable in that sort of way in the Souls games. The enemies have moves, 
and you need to know what moves you can avoid. And so you, yeah, that's how you like it's yeah. their attack patterns not, or their things. Aye, or aye. They have moves wardens. that they will do that you can learn, but they don't do them in a set order. Like there's a a, a baddie in the original Zelda, uh, well, sorry, Link to the Past. It attacks in a certain order. You know which one's coming generally. Right. Yeah, it's, right. it's not like that. But, aye, that it's not but, that kind of pattern. Yeah. But it's, it's reading reading their, their, their tales, and but sometimes their tales are so similar. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes oh, there's one that I was I was I was watching a Joe Stephen fight this boss, and I was like, and in my head I was like, right, it's done that, so you do this. It's done that, so you do this. And then it did something. Went oh, well, the past eighteen times Stephen's fought it, it's never done that. I See, like, I just that's love that. Right. That's what I and love I'm, about the Dark Souls games. But then I'm like, you're giving me one thing, like give me another, and then I get bored and I get frustrated and I give up. I <laughs> I threw I, a joke pad to the ground. I'm I, like, I, no. <laughs> it's funny Paolo says that because because uh, well, using Jedi Fallen Order as an example triggers me anyway because it's it's just not that great a game. Unfortunately, I had I had a very interesting experience with that game where I I mostly liked it. I often hated it, <laughs> and um, and in the end was like, this could have been better. I I, I desperately hope because I quite like the story. I think the story was probably the best thing about that game by a mile. Um, apart from obviously, it looked very shiny and the lightsabers were fun to swing about. But the combat for me was a sort of like Souls rip off and not done as well as Souls. Um, and I hated all the Tomb Raider platforming stuff i utterly hated that do you know um, it's weird and the I amount like of sliding the, souls -like games the amount better. of sliding what see, was like, that see i like this the souls light games better see like star wars fallen order so that was mm -hmm. called, it was called um yeah. dark siders 3 mm -hmm. see if they're like souls like but just not as annoyingly difficult i tend to finish them like i finished fallen order i finished dark siders 3 there's a couple of others if you think like hollow knight sort of that souls-esque side scroll which kind of goes back to Castlevania days. Those games I find me, I just seem, I, I, it's kind of like Paul, I just seem to get so bored or so stuck and Well, I the, think those games are just like, I give up. I, I think Elden like Ring might, uh, might help fix that because I have to say the overwhelming thing that I have, I got from Elden Ring and the, the gameplay video I saw, the 30 minute gameplay, is um speed the game feels faster the mm. horseback you're not trudging with heavy armor and lumbering to the next enemy and then fighting this guy and then lumbering on to the next it looks much more fluid much more faster you know um the the, the player was on horseback and like passed by a sort of like war party with a wagon and enemies that were 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 walking away with this stuff and you could either, they, they probably had quite good treasure on that cart if you wanted to stop and fight them, but there was like seven or eight of them. So, you know, that, that in itself is taken on a, a bit of a challenge. Um, but it it just feels a faster looking game. I think it's going to be great. I really do. I, I'm um, very open to it. I am. I am I, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I'll I, probably watch Colin play it in Bayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll watch the starting screen for me playing it, and then you'll buy it, and then I watched him play Sekiro for like three seconds. I was like, "But <laughs> you'll tell Blunder you're streaming it tomorrow, and Blunder will buy it that night." Mm -hmm. like, I was so taken by your stream. Although, do you know what's, what's interesting? So, flicking through uh, the TikToks, 
and there's a game but, coming but out. Do you like the TikToks? The TikTok. I like the TikToks. Like do TikTok. you like the TikTok? <laughs> there's um, a game coming out called The Lies of P, and it's basically someone's turned Pinocchio or the story of Pinocchio into like this dark fantasy game. And I it saw looks this, like yeah. Bloodborne. It looks like the sequel to Bloodborne, and the comments are funny. They're like, they really say Bloodborne 2 is not coming, hold my beer. And it, it, <laughs> it, it looks like Bloodborne, but then there's like these mannequin puppets that were attacking yeah. the main player. Um, there was no info in the story and stuff, but it's interesting that that seems to be coming out. Um, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looked, it looked pretty good. Like, but then everyone was in the comments like, "Okay, do the lies of Lot Remed and the lies of Cinderella." And I was like, oh, "No, don't start the, <laughs> with the game fairy tales." Um, um, so yeah, th- there was that. Obviously, there is a couple of things, uh, a couple of new games that I know we will somewhat be discussing. Forza's out now. We will. Uh, I know Paolo's played that, so we'll no doubt talk about that in a little while. Um. Also, I believe we might have a little chat about some of the Grand Theft Auto Remastered trilogy, but I saw a funny thing that apparently, at least on the Switch, it's not running very well. I don't know if you've seen this, apparently, yeah. Um, I saw the Fat Consular on on Twitter, who's a game reviewer for Pure Xbox and what's the Nintendo page reviews for anyway anyway he said he's been playing it on the switch and oh i'd maybe wait for the reviews um i don't know what the when the embargo is but it does kind of sound like it's there's a couple issues i did see some people who obviously weren't embargoed in the chat (laughs) talking about the fact that the controls were a wee bit stuttery or something or it was a bit weird i don't know um so that's that's interesting because i'm kind of I'm kind of quite taken by I like the art style of what they've done with it. I like the way they've remastered the games rather than tried to make them photorealistic. They've still got the feel of the, the older games. This is, of course, the remaster of GTA 3, GTA Vice City, which is both me and Blunder's favourite. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, and then there's also uh, GTA San Andreas, which is a belter as well. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know how it's how it's running elsewhere. Um, and I know that um, there's been a few issues with the PC on Forza. I've been seeing that about. People have been having a bit of problems with that. Um, but it certainly seems to be running very well on the Xbox consoles. Um, I guess, I guess you know, PC ports are, are always likely to be a little bit um, temperamental just with the myriad of sort of... Cons- uh, uh, customizations and all the various different graphics cards and CPUs and various other things. I, I guess there's always the, the point, uh, potential that something's going to be a bit wrong. Um, I'm sure it'll get fixed quite quickly. Um, is there any other any other news anyone would like to touch on? Mm-hmm. Oh, that jumped out at me. I don't think so. Nothing really. Oh, Spider-Man's finally coming to Avengers after, like, what, a million years? I saw that, yes. <laughs> but with no gameplay trailer, just a cinematic. Is it really? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but I'll be able to talk about a, a highlight of something else later on. So, uh-huh. but, I mean, if, if you've been dying for Spider-Man, you can watch a CGI video of it. <laughs> um, should we... Should we tease? Should we tease episode one hundred just now? Do you think? Should we put that in the news? Go for it, Stephanie. 
why don't we? Why don't we? Me? So, episode 100 of the Nearly Men podcast is going to be right here, live on Twitch at 8pm on the 25th of November. That's two <sighs> weeks tonight. It will also, as usual, for our podcast listeners, it will come out on... Um, on, on audio or everywhere you usually find it um I but guess it's going to be episode 100 been three parts it's going to be quite <laughs> a, i think it'll be a bit of a bumper episode so um yeah we've got we've got loads planned um hopefully we'll have some 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 lots of fun um i don't know should we should we tease? Paolo's, Paolo's been working hard. I don't know if we can tease anything. But well, what do you think? I suppose Why we can tell people for the first time in a hundred episodes, mm-hmm. all three of us will be wearing trousers. Will we? Aye, but that would aye. We said I didn't, that. I didn't. We said I didn't that. that. Didn't agree with that. What? Maybe I'm wrong there then. No. You have to wear all three <laughs> of our trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There we are. That's that's the that's the challenge. That's the challenge for Paolo. Um, <laughs> and Paolo, could I be wearing any more pants? Um, <laughs> pants. Yeah. I, well, I, I felt that was going to make a that was more yeah. of a reference. Yeah, yeah. I got. No, I get. I get where you were going. This. Um, we have some fun. Uh, we have some shenanigans planned, and we have some input from some community members. We've got we've got a few <laughs> folk we've spoken to who are gonna gonna help us out with some some fun activities uh, to put us through the ringer. Um, I guess uh, so. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. We might we might keep it all secret, or we might we might tease it a little bit closer to the the time. But um. Yeah, I mean, I just can't believe it. It's been hundred episodes. I know, hundred episodes. How long? 100. How long has it been? Six years has it been? Two thousand fifteen. Uh, Twenty fifteen, we started. Yes, yeah, so six Damn. years. Six. six years. Which is, I mean, it's that's not. I mean, hundred episodes in six years well, isn't that many. Imagine <laughs> when we're doing the Twitch schedule. For those six yep. years, I mean, we'd be where would we be? Episode three hundred or something by now. I mean, probably. Yeah. I. <laughs> um, I suppose we but, we need to shout out. Uh, I mean, we've we've not actually finalised this off air, but were we wanting people to give us things? We could oh. do. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, yes, we will need to tell them money. that if we want. <laughs> right? <laughs> why we don't you? Like, why why don't you do that? Me, right, well, correct me if I'm wrong, then, because uh, uh, these were all just ideas that were floated. Uh, yeah. But we wanted. Was it fan fiction? Yes. Nearly so men yes. fan fiction. Which is streamable at before the watershed. <laughs> yes, it needs to be TOS and um and a non explicit podcast friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So no so, swear words. It can be it can be fairly weird, I suppose. <laughs> think think carry on level. Carry on humor. It's mm-hmm. probably yes. as far as we can go for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so fan fiction. If anybody wants to write any nearly men fan fiction, doesn't need to be hundred pages long. It could be no. five hundred words. Five hundred. It could be a nearly men haiku. <laughs> anything, any, anything. Send in, um, and we will try and include it. <laughs> Carry on up the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Scuffy. Um, send stuff in, and we'll try and yes. include it in episode yeah. hundred. 
if you want to send us in a, a newly men inspired piece of art, beautiful, or yes, we could display it on the podcast. <clears throat> um, if you would like to, I don't know, <laughs> and if, if you if you get your creative juices flowing. Sounds weird. And, um, and, and create something. The nearly men is the the stimulus. Yes. <laughs> this is not. This the, is not helping. The medium is, is helping. your choice. The medium is your choice. <laughs> the nearly men is the theme. And if you would like to um, create something for episode one hundred, you will be immortalized. Immortalized in episode one hundred. Yeah. Eh. Mm-hmm. So it's something just to bear in mind is we're primarily audio. We are primarily audio, even though we're on Twitch just now and we're live and we're on camera and we've got display. Mm-hmm. We're primarily audio. So if it's audio, great. If it's not audio and it's as Blunder was saying, some sort of art that we could display behind us, um, then that's fine. Send that in as well, and we can throw that up on the socials. Yep, uh, we'll put it on the time. website and things like that as well. Yeah. We will. Um, anything you just want to do, if you would like to be. Included in the nearly and uh, uh, the nearly men episode one hundred, please do. Sherry Bobbin says uh, bobbleheads or Funko Pops. If somebody wants to make nearly men Funko Pops or bobbleheads, I'm sure we'd be delighted with that. We're looking at you, Sunday Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, that I think that would be a lot of fun. And we do have um, a couple of uh, features coming as well. We've got a couple of folk from. Uh, community, some of our streamer friends who have um, have have some things planned for us, uh, which I think will be a lot of fun. I think it'll be nice and entertaining, and we're just gonna. It'll be. I mean, what it's always a bit slapdash the podcast anyway, but I think it'll be a wee bit more um, mm-hmm. uh, relaxed and um, sort of uh, a, a fun way to do it. I mean, in an ideal world. We'd always kind of hoped that we would probably do episode a uh, hundred, you know, live, and we could have potentially done it with um, with an audience. Um, just with the way everything is, with uh, uh, with the pandemic, which is still going on, um, it, it seems this seems to be the best way to do it anyway. But we will eventually get to get to see us all all in one big room, I imagine. But um, in the meantime, we're going to try and get that experience. Um, on online, a lot of fun. It's going to be good. It's going, be, be, it's going to be. It's going to be bonkers. Um, yeah, and if if you know if if something comes to mind that we've not mentioned that you think of, get in touch. Ideally, we'd love a week's notice of anything we don't know about. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Just in case prep needs to be done, because it's not like you know this is our full time job. We have to fit this around everything else. So um, <laughs> yeah, so if you think of something. Get in touch if you want to do something. You know, if you go, I've I've made a nearly man song. Can I can I record it and give it to you? Then yes. <laughs> I told you about that song on private power. <laughs> Sorry, it was just so good, Colin. I told you about that song. It was, it was just so good. It was a minute disc. So uh. awkward. Awkward. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right enough of that nonsense i think we've uh we've dragged that out long enough um uh paulo yo how is there any crumbs is there any have you any wee morsels anywhere any wee any wee crumbs there's always a crumb for you colin yes right here they are you ready you bet um uh bethesda have got a a one pager 
they're calling it of <laughs> Fallout 5. I presume a one pager is a, a sheet that describes what Fallout 5 could be. Like um, an, an elevator pitch. An elevator pitch, exactly, Colin, exactly. Um, so Fallout 5 is coming, but they were very clear to state that Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 will be first. I think, is it Todd Howard? Is that his name? Am I making that mm-hmm. up? Todd Howard, the, the head of Bethesda, head of Bethesda saying, yep. um, if he could wave a magic wand and have Fallout 5 appear, he would do it. Um, but he said, realistically, we've got two other games that we want to get out, so it's going to be years and years away. Speaking of years and years away, <clears> EA <throat> have, have, have kind of confirmed a new Fight Night game. They have, they have greenlit a Fight Night game, um, the boxing franchise. Still years away, they say. Um, it has been a decade since Fight Night Champion released on the 316 PS3. But they have greenlit a new Fight Night game. I quite like a boxing game. Yeah, Fight Night's were pretty good. I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I do like a boxing game. And your last wee morceau, or Marcel morceau, <laughs> is we get our first look at the new Games Master. Do you remember Games Master? I still yeah. love Games Master. We've got a first look at the new Games Master, hosted by our very own Rab Florence. Rab Florence. Um, and Trevor McDonald as the Games Master. And he looks pretty good. Uh, the whole thing looks very much in the same flavour as it was before, and both poking fun at it and keeping the homage to it as well. Um, you can get a good look at that when it comes out on the 21st of November on E4's YouTube channel. E4's YouTube channel on the 21st of November. And that's your Cozy's Crumbs, eh? There we are. There we go. Uh, I didn't know it was on YouTube. I thought it was going to be on E4. E4's not a thing, though, is it now? Is it still a channel? Oh. Well, it's BBC3 I'm thinking of. I uh, know, e is still a channel. <laughs> I don't watch tele, so I don't know. Okay, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, I was Jeez. like, what channel's in the tele? <laughs> uh, there was, there was only three. There was only three. <laughs> Can't remember when Channel 4 started. Okay. 80s, I think. Yeah, there was only three. 82? There was only three. There, there you go, see? There was. Uh, that's it. That's it. And his telly was steam-powered. Yeah, we had to ride a bike to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how steam works. <laughs> that's not how the force works. <laughs> I bet you would be shuffling bits of coal in the back of your telly, not riding a no, it was bicycle. No, di- it was a dynamo, mate. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, you, give your trivia. I'll give you it. Here's Ty's. <laughs> We've still not got a jingle. Blunder, we need the jingle. Do Come on. I've got the jingle. Okay, oh, here we go. Once a man for but short on time, have no worries, it'll be fine. He's got you covered, you'll be glad to know. It's called Little Trivia on the Nailer Men Show. Hey! There we go. See? Still need to record that. Still need to record that. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a drop a sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here's time for some call Little's Little Trivia. Um, During the production of GoldenEye 007, developers considered having players unplug and reinsert the N64 rumble pack every time they wanted to reload their weapon. Oof. Woof. <laughs> Could you imagine? Jeez. I quite like the idea of that. I think that's quite cool. Um, But that would be un- unworkable. You just end up breaking your rumble so pack. Maybe- Control yeah, it'd be awful. <laughs> um, this one's for you, Paolo. Oh, Henry Cavill, <gasps> love him. 
almost missed the call for the role of Superman because he was playing World of Warcraft. I knew that story. I knew that story. Yep. He, was, he was doing a raid, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Although he's like built like an absolute proverbial and um, and incredibly handsome, he's he's one of us. Honestly, he's, he's a Greek he's, god. He's one of us. Do you know you get you get people in in the world, right? You get people in the world that are that are are, are different to everybody else. Do you know that way? Like I can imagine somebody like Madonna, or um, like Elvis. I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. people that you would you would see them and they would be like, "You you're not human. You're something else." Henry yep. Cavill was a wee bit like that. He was just too chiselled and per- it was oh my god. Yeah, Paulus saw him with his own, his own, oh, peepers, right. his own eyes, his own peepers. He would turn me. Yep. He would. He would. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, back to call that was trivia. Uh, Henry Cavill would turn Paul Kaczynski. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, scientists have shown this is for you, Paolo. This might help oh, help hello. any problems this you is, have here. This is called Little's trivia for Paul Kaczynski. Scientists have shown that playing Tetris can ease cravings for sex, drugs, and food. So there we go. Any any rock stars out there that are struggling, or Paolo, that's well. Been, <laughs> <laughs> just um I can too much who too too much um Henry Cavill talk. Um I can Tetris it. Tetris will um will sort your eight out. I can confirm out. it doesn't work for food. <laughs> 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 oh well that's that's that blown then. Anyway, that was your Colin Little's little trivia. Give us it again, Blunder. Once a man for but short on time. Have no worries, it'll be fine. He's got your coverage, you'll be glad to know. It's calling little, little Trevor on the Nearly Men Show. Hey! Finally got a second, I'm going to keep mucking up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just love, it. love it, it's a hit. It is, that's it, absolutely. Also, I think it's the Aquafresh advert, so <laughs> thank you, Aquafresh. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's us, that's oh, us getting sued. That's us getting sued. We would never have known you to get away with it. <laughs> hell. Um, right, it's time to see it. For some... See it. Time for some subbies. Subbies. But before we do that, for some reason, we're doing the Game Pass editions. I don't know why they are in the subbie section. That's but a they subscription. Are, they are part of your subscription. <laughs> Louise. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh dear. Right, okay. So coming to coming to Game Pass on the eleventh of November, that's today as we record, that is GTA San Andreas, the definitive edition. So the remastered trilogy is out now to buy. I think it's about fifty quid. But if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can get GTA San Andreas the definitive definitive edition for free as part of your subscription on Game Pass. Uh, it looks really great and, it, you know, it's the biggest of a lot of them. Remember, that was the game that had three three cities. Um, astonishing. So so I'm kind of looking forward to jumping in that and trying that again. I did really enjoy that game. Um, also, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Never heard of it. Uh, anniversary Edition. That's coming to console, PC, and Clyde? 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 Cloud. <laughs> um <laughs> And of course, Dicey Dungeons is also coming to console. On the 18th of November, you've got Microsoft Fleet Sim Game of the Year Edition coming to console and PC, and Undungeon is coming to console and PC. 
On the 23rd of November, you've got Deer Simulator, your average everyday deer game. That's coming console. On the 30th of November, Evil Genius 2, World Domination. I know Blunder's excited about mm -hmm. that one. All right, so uh, your Xbox games with gold. Um, we have, let me see, we've got a little bit of time left on this one. Until, the, until November the 15th, you can get Hover. From November the 1st to the 30th of, of uh, November, so for the full month, you've got Moving Out. That's the Team 17 game. Uh, it looks fabulous, actually. I'm going to have to pick that up. Uh, no, November the 1st to the 15th, you've got Rocket Knight. Uh, from November 16th to the 30th of November, you've got Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. And from November the 16th to the 15th of December, I guess, that's Kingdom 2 Crowns. And over on the PlayStation side of town, um, <laughs> we have Knockout City. That's coming to PS5 and PS4. First Class Travel is also there. That's for PS5 and PS4. Kingdoms of Amular. Amalar? Amalar? Uh, that's uh, the re-reckoning. Um, it's uh, PS4. The Persistence, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, and Until You Fall are a bumper three uh, PSVR games that are also there for the fifth anniversary of PSVR. Um, so, yeah, fabulous month. I think that's a really good month for, for PlayStation. Uh, and there's a couple of decent ones on Xbox as well. So, um, not a bad... Not a bad month for your subbies. Subbies! <laughs> there we are. So, uh, going to games, we last week played uh, Back for Blood. I want for, you For back. our multiplayer. Um, with uh, With the lovely Tommy B298. Um, what was what was what was your thoughts, Paolo? What what was your thoughts on Back for Blood? It's alright. It's 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 one of these games that was fun to play that night, but I don't mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll play it again without friends. You know, I, I'll I'll not, I'll not actively go. Oh, I just want a game of Back for Blood tonight. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? If somebody said, "Oh, uh, do you want a game of Back for Blood?" I'd maybe go, "Ah, well, I'll play with you just to play with people." But it was fun, but I I just I don't think I'll act. It's not it's not hundred percent my kind of game for doing that. Okay, and that's the Paul Kaczynski review. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Paul Kaczynski one-pager. Uh, what about yourself, Blunder? What did you think? Uh, I think it's a game I'll keep in my console for, like, having a laugh with pals. I'm not... I wasn't drawn to playing it as single player. And no. I played all the Left 4 Dead games as single player because I didn't really have them in the Xbox Center, or I never knew people played it. But I played all the Left 4 Dead, both of them, numerous times in single player. It just felt... I don't know what the difference is. Uh, like it was fun. It was oddly difficult at times. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about um, about the, the the monsters respawning. I guess it was fine. I just, I it was, it was good fun. It was fun in the moment, but I've not had the urge to be like, oh, can we just run back at it back for blood and see how that chapter ended? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no like inertial draw back to it but if someone was like oh do you want to jump on for the, uh, a stream or oh, I'm going to finish this chapter or do you fancy it I'd be like okay that'd be fun yeah. I'm not going to go rush home play it myself I think it 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 sort of very much does what it says in the tin I don't think it does anything revolutionary no. I think everyone sort of thought oh I can't wait to see what 
the you know what they would do with a Left for Dead game these days, and they haven't really done anything with it. Really, they've just kind of done a sort of similar sort of Left for Dead kind of thing. Um, I think that the problem is there's a lot of games out there that even if you think of World War Z or something, there's a lot of games mm-hmm. that have done a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, very recently. Um, I thought it looked gorgeous. The the graphics were excellent. I like yeah. the monsters. Um, I think the actual multiplayer stuff was really well done. Um, and enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed the fact that there was friendly fire. It was a nightmare to have, <laughs> but it was quite good <laughs> to have hilarious. on. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, much like yourselves, I I don't think I'd be rushing to go and play it again. But but it being on Game Pass is a great thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so I quite quite enjoyed that. Um, Paolo, you've been playing a lot of games. What you what you've been playing? <gasps> well, um, I well, it was mentioned earlier on. I jumped into Forza, Forza Horizon Five, mm. uh, big release this week on mm-hmm. Xbox and PC. As you said, the PC is having a wee bit of a few issues. A lot of people saying it's not working properly. Uh, hopefully, they'll get that sorted fairly quickly on mm. Xbox. I, I played it on Xbox Series S and it works like a dream. It's it's absolutely beautiful. One of the best startings to a game in a in a while. I really enjoyed the opening of it. Yeah. Um Driving games are funny. They're a wee bit like Dark Souls, I'd say. When we were talking about Dark Souls earlier, I, I was you know, very close to comparing it to a driving game in that I, I quite enjoy playing them. I enjoy doing it and I enjoy the racing of them and all that. But I very quickly go, uh, and I'm kind of done mm. with it, yeah. uh, and that's that. That was fun, and it's good, and there's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I, I just get bored a wee bit. Horizons a wee bit different because it's open worldy, so that that's why I'm also kind of, you know, curious about Elden Ring because I wonder if it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, uh, very different games, obviously. But I was going to say it's definitely uh, not going to be the same thing. I'm looking at it right now. It's not the same. Ah, thing. yes, missing that dragon. Somebody put on Twitter. Uh, I thought it was a great way of looking at it. Was um, they said something like, "Who would have thought that the the best open world RPG this year would be a driving game?" Yeah, and, and I kind of get mm. what they mean. I mean, they're maybe not 100 percent right, but the with it being open world and you can go and do different things and. You know, if you get bored of races, you can go and do, you know, a stunt or you can do a speed test kind of thing and all that. It's just, there's just enough to kind of mix it up and, and steer you in a different way um, whenever you want. Uh, one of the things streaming that Tommy B was watching when we were streaming and Tommy B hitting the on the head with Horizon, it kind of throws a lot at you. Um, when the map opens up, and it opens up very quickly. They're just constantly throwing things at you and going, you can go and do this and you can go and do that and you can go and do this. Uh, and at first you're a bit that's like, very Ubisoft. You're just like, whoa, what's going on? So uh, that's a wee bit overwhelming at the, at the start. But the, it, it, play, listen, it plays great and it looks beautiful. The same as Forza 4 did. Forza Horizon 4 did. Um, it plays really well. It's really fun. I'm rubbish at fast cars. I always have been in driving games, the super fast ones I can't control, but like the ones that's on just now, the kind of uh, Land Rover type ones, the kind of cross country ones, I, I'm, I'm, I love them. It's something that, that's controllable and is a bit slower. Um, it's a lot. Listen, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. How often will I play it? I don't know. Again, it was great to pick up for a stream and have a good look at it and investigate wee corners of it. I have since played it off stream. Um and enjoyed it. 
how much of it I do, I, I don't know, but uh, it's good. Listen, it's good. It's a great driving. If you're into driving games, it's great. It's brilliant. Um, if you're all right about them, you'll pick it up and play it for a wee bit, I think. Have you guys nice. played it at all? No. No. Oh. no. Um, it's the sort of game that I would download just to have a look at it and I'd play like, um, you know, I'd play an hour or two off it and probably mm. quite enjoy it and then literally never pick up again. It's just no, they're just no my thing, driving games, really. The last driving game that I really became obsessed with was Burnout 3 Takedown. Mm. And I'm mostly just like smashing into things. Right, aye, <laughs> aye. Uh, the thing yeah. that's, that was, would maybe hook me into Forza Horizon is the collecting aspect of it. There's something ludicrous like 400 odd cars, I think, in it. <laughs> Uh, and you know, like when you win races and different things, you get a wee spin the wheel kind of thing, and you can okay. win like money or uh, XP or a car. And the idea of collecting all the cars slightly appeals, and that's maybe what would bring me back to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit the same as you. I enjoy it for a while, and then I go, well, that's that's that done. Yeah, I'll probably pick up because I kind of want to see, I want to see something really like quote-unquote pushing the xbox series s mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and this looks like the game at the moment that's going to push it the hardest so it's gorgeous it's yeah. gorgeous yeah. um yeah another game um, i've been playing which i've been threatening to play properly for about three years was star citizen yes that i jumped into and Got a wee feel for last week, and I knew there was a big patch coming this week, so I didn't want mm-hmm. to do too much because it was getting wiped. So I used last week to kind of get to grips with how things worked and and how the game worked. It's got a very very steep learning curve, as you can imagine. Um, but I I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. It's so nice. thick. There's a lot, obviously. You know, it's an alpha, so there's a lot wrong with it, and I'm not naive to the the fact it's probably a scam. <laughs> <laughs> but the way I looked at it was, you know, uh, what am I going to get from a 40 bucks? Am I going to get 40 bucks worth of enjoyment out of it, even though it's alpha and it might never be finished? And, I, you know, I'd say I've already got it. It's it's so much fun. It's like Elite. We were trying to kind of describe it today. I was going to say, is this the game that you kind of wish Elite was? A wee bit, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very ambitious. It's very, very ambitious. It's made by the guy that did like Wing Commander and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was his dream to have this universe that people could run about in, um, which is essentially like a, a, a an MMO, really, a kind of first person shooter space sim MMO. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's the the thing we I think we stumbled on today when we we're talking about it was that elite makes you feel like you're the ship, so the ship does everything. The ship flies yeah. here, gets that, buys that, takes it over there, blah blah blah. Now I know you can go out the ship now and walk about different things. I've not tried that in elite. And it's not been great, I've heard. But um, but then this, you feel that you're the person. You feel that you're the person mm. going in the ship and mm. you're flying the ship and you are you literally pick up a box and take it to your ship and put it in your box, in your ship. And you take that box to somewhere and you pick that box up and take it do somewhere. You, do you take a helmet, Paolo? Do you take a helmet? You were there for that, were you? I, well, <laughs> I, I, I arrived in the aftermath. I think I saw somebody uh, hosing down the... I may have got out my ship in space without my helmet on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was at a spaceport. I thought I was in a, a, a planet. And I just got out and I died like instantly. I was like, oh, oh, I'm there. And I, oh, I've not got my helmet on, right? Okay. <laughs> Can't breathe in space. Must remember that. 
just your head, just a crumpled mush. <laughs> but nice. the, th- the thing I was worried about with Star Citizen was, would there be enough to do? Because it's it's Alpha three point one five that is at the moment, um, and I'm I'm all I was worried is there going to be enough to do because that was the main issue as I said to Jabrius who was playing it mm-hmm. who yeah. I was saying you know what can you do in it and I remember him saying not too long ago uh, well you can you can do a wee delivery mission now so you can you can go and you get a box and you take a box to your ship and you go and deliver it. And I was a bit like, is that it? Is that, is that all you can do? He's like, well, aye, that's, that's the mission at the moment. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, I'm maybe not ready to jump into this yet. <laughs> but last week as I went into it, I found out you can do that, which is actually ludicrously satisfying if you're at that kind <laughs> of thing. Um, you can also do cargo runs if your ship's big enough, um, so you're making bigger money. You can do bounty hunter missions, so that is flying and doing space combat, or you might fly to a planet land, get out and go in a building and do mm-hmm. first-person shooter stuff to get them. And it, it, it's it's just so much fun. If, if you're into that kind of thing, that's the thing. If you're into that kind of game, then you're going to get a lot out of it. If it's not your thing, then it's just going to annoy you because it's too difficult. But if you don't mind yeah. kind of learning the ropes, which does take a bit of time, um, and they've introduced with this patch, they've introduced death as consequential now. So beforehand, you would just die, and then you'd respawn with everything, and that was it. There was actually no penalty for death. But now, as we found out today, you die, you drop your stuff. No. Oh. So you then have to go back to where your stuff mm. is and get it. So wherever it is. So Jabrius, who I was playing with today, his ship blew up over a planet. He oh, got shot God. down, and, and his body space. just his body just fell to earth. So he had no idea where it was. So he was spent half an hour looking for his body. God. Whereas when I died, I died in a building. So I knew what building I was at. So I could go mm. and get it there. So I, I, honestly, it's 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 really good. I'm, I'm, it might never be finished. And it might just yeah. be a big money-making scam for a pretty game. But it, I mean, it's so much fun. As I said to you guys, I spent the first stream of it just walking about going, oh, look at this. This is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's good. I, I mean, I could go on and on about it, but I won't. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it though. Um, anything else you've been playing? Well, do you know, I'll just very briefly touch on Halo Three, um, which mm-hmm. I've been doing as well. Um, playing through the Halo games on a Monday night, and we're at Halo Three. Just about finished Halo Three, and I'll, all I want to say about it is it's fun. You know, it's, it's more Halo. It's more of the same. But I think the Master Chief Collection has maybe shot themselves in the foot quite a bit because Halo Two was so well remastered. It's so well done. The cutscenes are phenomenal. They're, you know, they were done a couple of years ago, so they're, they're video, full motion quality. Mm-hmm. And then Halo 3 is Halo 3 as it was, more or less. Ah. So you, you almost oh, go back good. 10 years. Um, yeah. So it feels like you're going back a wee step once you go into Halo 3. Mm. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's just Halo. It's just, you know, as we said when I started it, Colin, it's just, it's just Halo again. Yeah. <laughs> pew, 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 shoot these guys, move on. I have no idea what's happening in the story, and it doesn't matter. I, it's just it, it doesn't make a difference to me honestly I, I, I kind of get to grips roughly what's going on but it's just it's so it's you, you're, you're really glad you decide this when you've still got another three games to go <laughs> and I've got to do it before December <laughs> Jesus but yeah that's pretty much me I mean I've got other ones there I could go on and on but um, oh, I'll shut up sorry <laughs> uh, Blunder you've been playing yeah. a bunch of stuff as well tell, yeah. us, tell us what you've been uh, playing 
So I'm so excited for this game coming out. Uh, it's Project Zero made in a black water, or for those in America, Fatal Frame made nope. in a black water. No. Nope. And uh, Spooky Ghost Games, it's the fifth game in the series. Uh, it was on the Wii U, the remaster for Switch, PS5, 4, Xboxes, any modern kind of console. And basically, um, it's just more of the same kind of spooky ghost stuff that's going on. Um, there's this water feature. It's like so. There's it takes place at the base of this mountain, and you're uh, you play three different characters who are called to the mountain for some reason. Um, and it's a famous spot where people go to um, unalive themselves, uh, and that's where all the ghosts are there. And you're trying to find different. So the, one of the main characters, she has this thing called the spirit sense or spirit touch, and she can see where people have been spirited away. So you're there trying to look for people and you're set in assignments uh, and you meet various other characters. And it's very good. So I played this in the Wii U. In the Wii U, you had the paddle as your yeah. camera. You oh, had to yeah. look your oh, room. God. Um, and that was really immersive. They've used, they used the, the, the dual sense, so you can uh-huh. you get motion control to move your camera. Oh, I turned cool. it off because... My brain instinctually goes to the original games, the PS2, and I just like using the control pads. Right, yeah. So I turned that off for me because I found the way I'm sitting as well. Whenever I pull my camera up, I mean, at my feet. Oh, and okay, I was like, yeah. oh, try to like zoom, spin myself up to get the, the, the ghosts. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's great. It's it's very atmospheric. The nice thing about this one is all the, like, the games have always been in chapters, but it used to be you played the chapters through and that was it. Mm-hmm. But this one, once you complete a chapter, you can go back and replay it as many times as you want, just from that chapter title, which is nice. Um, it's very good. The storytelling's great. Uh, controls a wee bit suspect, like okay. I don't quite with the running motion in it. Um, and then there's this thing where you go to pick up an item and a ghost hand appears to grab you. No. I, I used to be pretty good at avoiding it, but with the, the PS5, I don't know if it's because the controller depresses. I'm really slow. I, pulling my finger off the trigger so I keep uh. getting like grabbed by ghosts and then screaming <laughs> um, but no it's good but the creators have said are like so like Project Zero's been this weird limbo where it was a Playstation 2 and then it moved to the Wii where they did Fatal Frame Project Zero 4 and a remake of the second one then the Wii U got the fifth one and then they've put this one on all the consoles Okay. and the, the, the studio or the developer or the creator said depending on how this game does they might be able to bring back the other games like Ooh. a remaster so if you love horror games and if you like the Project Zero games when they first came out buy Made in the Blackwater so we can get them back and we can maybe get a 6 or the UK and Europe could get the 4th game released here and America because that never came across for Japan it stayed Japan only so people had to patch it and stuff so if you like spooky ghost games, buy that. Or don't buy it, and then they'll stop no. making these games. No, buy, <laughs> buy, buy lots of copies, and if, even if you buy a disc and send it, Bogzinski, <laughs> or buy my code and send them it. Yeah, we can get um, codes for that. Yeah, get, I, buy, I, I, won't pay, I won't play um, it. Don't, don't buy me a code, people. I, I can it. say there are no spooky kids until chapter five, and then there's another Spooky kids! They try and play Tig with you, and you're like, get off me! Oh, um, no. Would, you, no play, would you play Tig with Spooky Kid, Paolo? No! <laughs> yes, you would. And they go, ha ha ha, can't play with us! No. And then they run a bit terrifying. And then they pour gank, and you're like, ah! Um, I do not want yeah. to be ganked, thank you. So, being away through that, it's been fun. On a whim, in a late no. night whim, I don't even know why I did it, and I'm glad I did. I decided to buy Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Yes, you did. And you've been 
raving about it in our WhatsApp know, ever since. It is so, so good. Oh. Like, it's just, it does, every, I, th- I think it does everything they, they want to try and do with Avengers. And I think because they decided to have Avengers for an online aspect, a lot of it get, take, not taken out, but kind of stripped back a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's so good. Like, the story's really clever. Like, what's quite good is, we all have a, an understanding of who the Guardians of the Galaxy are because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it knows you know things, but then it drips, feeds in bits of other story. Um, like, it's not the film universe. They talk about Thanos, uh, and I think they follow the comic book storyline of Thanos, and I won't spoil it for him. But when they mentioned Thanos, I went, oh, gasp, and then had to go and research a bit. Um, and it's not long after the Guardians of the Galaxy formed, so they all okay. don't quite trust each other, so they're building their relationships. You've got dialogue choices during out, and you get like a rocket uh, will remember that and trust you more. And depending on what you see, you can unlock different ways to end conversations and unlock new areas. So it's a wee bit bioware esque at points. Yeah, but not as not as in depth. It's no. still kind of just keeps Thank the story God. going, and you can avoid <laughs> seeing anything. And then like they're really snarky and cheeky. Like, see if you go off to explore an area, they'll be like, "What you doing over there, boss?" Uh, I'll just find something shiny, like pure rip out of you if you're like going off track. Probably um, best you don't play this, Paolo. <laughs> it's not open world, so you've got areas which have detours to the sides, but it's very much you're heading for a goal in each area. Right. Um, but the writing's very right. The soundtrack is amazing. The gameplay's fun. I know Colin, you were saying people were kind of slating the combat. Combat, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's Edge Lord. Star Lord is like Lara Croft with short bank sides. Um, but it kind of works, and as you get points, you unlock different abilities, so you can fly in the air as Star-Lord and pew, 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 from the sky, and Groot summons his vines and, like, holds bad guys to the ground. Um, and then Star-Lord gets a really cool power with his guns to get an elemental ability. Yeah. So you can use that. And the puzzles are, 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 are um, team-based, so, like, Groot can create vines to cross big gaps, and Rocket mm. uses... Um, keypads and Gamora slices things and uh, Drax picks things up and stuff. so like you definitely it, it feels like they're a team working together Avengers yeah. just felt like four people running around punching things yeah and they've got a lovely bit where you go and play Star-Lord as a teenager before oh, he yeah. went to space and that's like 80s nostalgia overload it's very well done <laughs> uh, but that's it's, it's cool. so good and there's a great bit in combat if you're getting battered or if you're doing really well um, you push R1 and L1 and you you group together and you give them a pep talk. If you get it right, everyone gets a buff and you get like a, a song for the 80s playing. You, <laughs> but it's so, like, it's just such an enjoyable game to play. It, it's challenging. Uh, the, enemy, the enemy variety is amazing as well. Like, at the first level, I think I fought in nine different types of enemies. Like, it's, That's cool. Um, it's just, I've been loving it to pieces. And I'd say if you had a certain right from Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy does everything opposite like it does everything so right i'm in chapter six i think there's like 17 chapters maybe i'm guessing um and it's just i i can't wait to finish it and go back and make different choices and play nice. it differently oh, okay. and you unlock costumes by finding them and the levels and then you can just equip them and they're all from like comic books the way marvel spider-man had them yeah right right you can just equip them when you get them um and it's quite fun so it changes up a wee bit but no it's yeah, quite cool it's, it's if you're looking for a fun team-based action adventure game that's got amazing writing and very funny. Uh, definitely pick up Gardens of the Galaxy. I do you know what? I wouldn't even wait for a sale. It's that good. Oh, so, there we go. Yeah, I'm I'm a a bank. 
I hummed and hawed about this, and and when it first was kind of getting shown, I was like, oh, that looks quite fun. The the fact it was a single player kind of turned me off yeah. a wee bit. Um, but the moment you said you got it, and the way you've been speaking about it, is just yeah. I'm getting closer and closer. I'm like, mm. oh, because that's the thing. Remember when announced, I went, oh, here we go. Uh, I was yeah. so against it, and then I'm actually like, I love it, and it, it benefits from being a single player team based yeah. game where you nice. get to shout out commands and stuff. It's just I've heard oh, so good. Nice. A lot of good things about it. As I said, the one thing that a number of views have said is that the combats they call the combat boring. Um, oh, see, yeah, no, I found the combat. See, once you get the so... tactics, it's actually quite. It's very fast paced, and I can imagine if you're just shooting your guns. But once you figure out how to buddy up, like eventually yeah. you can just like. I don't even know how I triggered it, but you can trigger these attacks where you all just start battering lumps out each other, unlock special moves, and like if you freeze things, Drax can chuck them at other things. Like so, once you start, like the combat's actually really deep. Once you figure out. Once you get by the bullet storm aspect of being Star Lord and start paying attention to everything but you, the combat gets really yeah smart. I need to check it. Mm. Um, I know yeah. it's, so it's, it's phenomenal. It's so good. I'm loving it. Um, nice. Yeah, I I did get good guy. I thought of Vice City remaster. I'll just yep. say briefly. I I played a little bit of Vice City. I've installed Vice City in three because San Andreas was my favorite. Um, but Vice City, I loved. Uh, and I've tried to play. I bought the re, the I bought Vice City on my PS4, mm-hmm. and I was struggling with the controls of the camera. Yeah, it controls really well. Okay, good. I, I found it control, on the PS5. It's controlling really well. It feels really slick and smooth. Maybe a bit too slick and smooth. It feels like really, really slick and smooth. Like the driving okay. feels great. The gunplay feels great. Um, I love the art style. It really suits it. It feels like you're playing a re adult cartoon. What's it? Is it Archer? and it's uh no it's, it's lovely it's been great so far i've only played the first hour okay. um, and I'll, I'll be able to talk more when i play more of it but uh I'm, i think they've done a really nice job of the graphic update the control update and it feels like you're playing a modern game where i kind of retro look to it um, but it's, i've been in, i've been enjoying that probably more when we finish tonight uh, and i did jump into Jurassic evolution one because the sequels came out, but I'm gonna to wait to get that. Yeah. And I just say I'm just saying I'm playing this to say that Velociraptors are just evil. Because <laughs> they keep breaking out my dino pens and eating my guests. And I don't know how to keep them in the pen. <laughs> if anyone knows how, let me know. Your scientists spent so long wondering whether they could, they didn't stop to think about whether they should. Very good. Oh, very good. That's what happened. That's what Life happened. does find a way, and it's find a way to eat my guests. <laughs> um, but I, I thought I'd go back into that and try and finish that off before I get the sequel because the sequels might be very, very good. The sequel does a bunch of what if scenarios. So what if the original park succeeded, and what if the San Diego park succeeded? So it's kind of. I was like, I want to do the first one first, and then I'll, I'll get the same one as a Christmas present to myself. Yeah. Um, there we are. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Excellent. Uh, well, I got a couple of things for myself. Uh, I've, I've barely played anything this this week, really. Um, I have been very busy, but uh, I jumped in Age of Empires four, um, and yeah, I, I'm very pleased with it. I'll, I'll, I'm hoping to stream it at some point. It's a lot of fun. Uh, sorry, Paolo, I threw you off there. Um, sorry. And uh, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think it looks great. It, it feels like Age of Empires. It feels very much like an Age of Empires game. It doesn't feel dramatically different, but what I do think is if um, 
if it was like Assassin's Creed or a Call of Duty where it was coming out almost every single year, a, 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 an Age of Empires game, and it was just a, it just felt like every other one, then I think that would be a problem. I think because it's been so long since an Age of Empires game, I think it's okay that this one's a bit of a, a throwback. Mm, yeah. Um, and I really like it. You've played a wee bit of it, Paolo, as well. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I did a wee bit of the campaign. Uh, I had a wee quick game with Odentior. Mm-hmm. Um, which was good, but yeah, like you say, it's it's a wee hark back. It's nice, more of the same, more of the same, but shiny. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But the game I really want to talk about is Return of the Obra Din, which I've been playing on stream um, over the last couple of days. And uh, wow, what a really cool game it is. Um, this is a it's a one man job. This basically Lucas Pope made this entire game himself. Basically. Um, it's astonishing. It's a sort of maritime mystery about a ghost ship which um, went missing, was presumed lost at sea after it didn't make it to its um, to its uh, kind of stop on, on its its journey to the Orient. It's set in the year eighteen oh six, I believe, and um, uh, but all of a sudden uh, the ship kind of floats back into Falmouth, Falmouth Harbour. Uh, with broken sails and no crew, uh, there's a couple of dead bodies on board the ship, but no crew alive. And um, you are sent as uh, an insurance investigator for the East India Trading Company um, with a, essentially a magic compass and a, a diary that's been sent to you by the ship's doctor. And you need to work out what happened. And the game sort of takes place in a series of tableaus. Um, and what you do is you, um, when you find the body, your your kind of magical compass that you've got basically um, transports you to a sort of approximation of that moment in time, and you see this tableau tableau of this terrible thing happening, whether it's somebody being shot or stabbed or or extreme know, diarrhea. I, I, yeah there's a terrible horrible (laughs) diarrhea moment um and uh and various uh monster attacks and various other things there's loads of stuff i don't want to to spoil too much of it um but as you can see for people are watching just now or anyone that wants to check out the stream the, the the vods of the stream it has the most spectacular art style it's this monochrome uh black and white sort of um and it almost pixel art kind of look, um, but the the actual ship is astonishingly detailed. That you're on this massive ship, four different decks. You've got this massive book that the that breaks down all the various chapters of the ship's voyage. You've got um, a a roster of sixty crew that you have to keep an eye on and try and work out who everyone is. And that's it. You're 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 having to work out who people are either by the things they see, the accents they have, the actions they have, or and you're jumping about to try and figure out where, you know, you're like, I, I saw this guy earlier on, I saw this guy earlier on, but and I'm sure somebody called him a name or they talked to him about something, but I can't remember what, so you have to go all the way back to that other tableau, and then you say, oh, okay, so that guy's Russian. Oh, right, okay. So these are my Russian sailors, but I know it's not him because I've already found that guy and it's not... It, it's, it becomes like a very elaborate game of guess who, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really fabulous. It's really, um, it's, it's really worth checking out. It's the return of the Obra Dinn. 
Now, I haven't actually fact-checked this, but Jabrias told me it was on Game Pass. I don't know it's if it not, is. It's not. No, I it's che- not. I checked at that moment, yeah. It's not on Game Pass. There we go. No. But you can get it. You can get it on Steam. It's about 15 quid on Steam. It's also, I believe you can buy it on the Xbox Store for about 17 quid, I think Tommy B said. Um, it's really great. It's really cool. Um, I'm going to play some more of it again. I'm going to, I won't be streaming it uh, tomorrow, but I'll, I'm going to jump back into it maybe sometime next week and, and have another wee go at it because um, there's 60 fates to discover. And I think I'm somewhere in the region of about 25 or 30 that I've managed mm-hmm. to get. And um, I actually inadvertently ended the game. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that the person that sent me on the mission was so disappointed by how badly I'd done he died of a broken heart. <laughs> 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 uh, which point me and the entire chat were just like, oh, F's in chat. F's in chat. That's not a good... That is not... That is not a good review. Um, it's funny. It, so, look, it looks like an old kind of Spectrum or Commodore game. Yeah, you know, like graphically, that's what it looks like. It's got that feel, but, but at the same time, it's actually very technically smooth. very <laughs> impressive. Um, it's fabulous. It really is fabulous. I had um, ten thirty um, Scottish uh, Twitch partner ten thirty JH. Um, I saw him play a tiny little, tiny, tiny bit of it. Um, and I think he had been gifted it by his pal, Limmy, um, because I think Limmy had sort of, I don't know if Limmy had played it or not, but he had certainly knew that 1030 would potentially like it. Now, I don't know if 1030 did end up liking it or not, because I didn't watch it, because I, I saw enough of it and thought, I think I want to play this. So I kind of <laughs> didn't, very, didn't see any more of it. up his street though, isn't it? Yeah, I would, I would have thought so. Um, but yeah. It's it's really cool. It's really really cool. Um, I I was I was very pleasantly surprised. What I um, it was exactly what I was looking for. Nice. It's bloody hard though. It is hard. Um, so the viewers have been in touch. Um, let's let's see what the viewers have been playing. A uh, bright two two on the Discord. Uh, still playing back for blood. Uh, plus started playing Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, Blunder's favorite game. <laughs> and <you>. crab game. <laughs> Plus some PD2 on stream. Nice one, oh, right? Yeah. Hamster boy. Mr. Producer. Been playing a little bit of Apex Legends again and was back finding my sea legs with Kaczynski et al. Indeed. You were indeed. You were indeed. indeed. Hamster boy, Mr. Producer. On the wrong um, end, uh, some Athena people try to get their look back. Uh, he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's got a bit of a interesting ride, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, Odentior, the aforementioned Odentior has been in touch uh, checking out a new horror game called Poppy Playtime that oh, sounds oh. just right up your street Paolo nope um, also, also been playing Skyrim to mark the 10th anniversary Yes. Uh, Social Scruffy Social Scruffy has been in touch uh, via Twitter uh, to say Forza Horizon 5 Vamanos mm. and some lovely Assassin's Creed Valhalla Scruffy's obsessed with the Assassin's Creed games on that shiny Xbox Series X of his. Screenshot-tastic. Um, he's, he's always sharing some gorgeous screenshots. I did see a wonderful screenshot Scruffy shared of him being battered by a, <laughs> was it an elk or something? It's an mm. elk or a big moose or something. <laughs> and the moose looks really majestic and you can just see um, Scruffy's Ivor being like catapulted into the distance. <laughs> That's like, oops. Um, Tommy B, Tommy B298, got in touch via Insta 
There we are, you hipster. You hipster, you. <laughs> uh, he's been playing Conan. Forza 5. Said it right. And a bit, said, said bit it right. Back for Blood with some Scottish reprobates that I know. <gasps> Don't know who he's talking about. Has he been no cheating idea. on us? Has he been cheating on us? No idea. What's Conan? And finally, What's never Con- mind. Conan, Conan? Conan. Conan. Get it right up you. <laughs> um, finally, in the Discord, Colin Mac42 got in touch to say. Played AI the Som- Somnium Files, which is on Game Pass. Great wee game with five endings to find and a good story to go with it. Nice one. Mm. Um, it was something a little different from the norm. Also, really enjoying COD and Forza 5. I, th- I assume that's Call of Duty Vanguard. Yes, it is. Nice. I, I was a wee bit tempted by that. Nah, um, I'm not. The reviews, the reviews haven't been very good, so I'm not so tempted now. But I was mm. tempted when I saw the trailer. <laughs> um, so there we are. So that's what the viewers um, and listeners have been playing. Now, don't forget, next time, next episode is episode 100. It's <gasps> going to be our super <clears throat> duper bumper episode, and of course, we're looking for fan fiction, um, any sort of uh, art or anything you want to send us to, to be included in the podcast, send it our way. And of course, we always love to know your thoughts on games, game news, all that sort of stuff. If you've got any daft questions or or, or such have for us, send us those as well. And t- to do that, well, here is how you do it. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram, where we are at Nearly Men, or email info at thenearlymen.com. Okay, let's get through these new releases. So um, today, on the 11th of November, we've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, dropping today. We've got Killer in the Cabin. That's coming to PC. Uh, We've got Synth Riders. That's for PSVR. Epic Chief is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. That's from Team 17. Um, We've got Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on the Switch. This is not the remaster that's coming to PS5. This is a a port to the Switch. Uh, Um, Skyrim uh, Special Edition. Uh, I guess this is the anniversary edition. That's PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and of course the Xbox One. That's also today to mark the 10th anniversary. Uh, on the 12th of November, we've got Shin Megami Tensei V5, I guess. Um, that's on the Switch. Uh, on the 16th, the 16th of November, we've got Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. Ooh, that's coming to PC, PS5, and Xbox Series S and X. Uh, 19th, I did not realize this was coming quite as quickly as it was. 19th um, of November, Battlefield 2042. That's a big release. That's PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and the Xbox One. Um, on the 23rd of November, you've got Death's Door coming to PS5 and PS4 from Devolver Digital. Um, 25th of November, we've got Cricket 22, the official game of the Ashes. That's uh, coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, and of course, Xbox One. And finally, on the 26th of November, Lens Island is coming to PC. Uh, boys, has there been anything from the chat? Yes, indeed, there has. Uh, Bry2208 was in the chat. This is a question for you all, but can be addressed after the podcast or in the next episode. No, Bry. No, no man waits for Bry. <laughs> Do you think Elden Ring or the next Elder Scrolls game will be more popular and sell more copies? Which do you think will be better? Bigger? 
I think uh, Elder uh, Scrolls uh, will sell more. Yep. Elder Scrolls will sell more. I would agree. I, I think Longer purely that's purely it. Yeah, more spread. It's uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's much more. Every and pretty much everyone will probably get Elder Scrolls. I, the, I guess the only tricky thing of that is whether or not it comes to Game Pass Day One, and you know <gasps> what effect that might have is on it an exclusive sales. And stuff. Well, I think it will be an exclusive. I think. I mean, I mm, think Xbox would be least, I think. daft not to make it an exclusive. It, de- it depends um, what the the deal is, though. Because well, Beth- Bethesda wouldn't want it to be exclusive. I don't. Well, I don't think once you're bought out for so many billion, I don't think you really care. Yeah, I suppose. Um, mm. I, I think, I, I, rec- I mean, it might come eventually to other consoles, but I, I think uh, Deathloop's basically the last <sighs> uh, kind of day one Bethesda game on PlayStation. Oh man! Um, you never know. I mean, there might be a deal in place. See, see if um, see if Elder Scrolls was even coming out next year. For instance, I think there would be a possibility that the deal would already have been done with PlayStation, possibly a bit like what happened with um, Deathloop, and possibly there might have been the chance. I think it's still quite a long way off, and as a result, I'm more tempted to uh, to believe that it'll likely be Xbox only, or as Blunder says, at the very least, least Xbox Times. and PC only for a while. Yeah, yeah. Plus, being on Game Pass. That's going yeah. to open up a lot of people as well that maybe wouldn't normally get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, possibly, yeah. Yep. So I think Elder Scrolls has won it, Bri. Yeah. Ha- Hamster Boy. Think, and- oh, sorry. I think they'll both be great games, though. I think they will both be great. And I don't think Elder Scrolls, will, uh, sorry, Elden Ring will, I think it'll do very well. Um, but it just, it, it's not, you know, it's a new franchise um, compared to, I've hotly anticipated. I mean, yeah. how much money Skyrim made? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hamster Boy, in relation to the hundredth episode, mm-hmm. he says he's getting a lot of mixed messages here. He says get the juices going, but keep it non-explicit. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Al Nubis says, "Sorry, do you get any mixed messages or mixed metaphors you'd like to send Hamster Boy's way, Blunder?" I've caught him with a hop here. No. <laughs> he's going to get it right. It's never one. It's like turn the stone one in the coop. I don't know. Like oh that. my days! I don't even know how many. I don't even know how many metaphors that was. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Al Nubist, in relation to me not watching television, he says if Paul Kaczynski isn't in it, Paul Kaczynski doesn't watch it. <laughs> nice, that's true. I'll be about right. Uh, and Evil Monkey, referencing back to Henry Cavill, the Greek god that he is. Uh, if his fan club isn't called the Cavalry, someone failed. Absolutely, Evil Monkey. Absolutely. Uh, and Polar Knights was there as well, who just slid in and said, Wow, this is epic. It's the perfect evolution of beards. Yes. <laughs> I don't know which way we go, though. Who, who's. who's well, me, Paul, I you. Ah, I think it need to be that order. Is You've it? got more chin yeah, coverage than Paul. I've, I've no good. Mine's a bit long thick. at the moment. Mine's getting a bit long. I shave for my Halloween costume, so Mine's is just. Sure, 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 sure. That, that and your twelve. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Um, right, so uh, that that is that. But we have um, some upcoming stream. Well, actually, mm-hmm. there's only really one stream that's worth talking about. Really, obviously, apart from episode, episode one hundred of mm-hmm. the Nearly Men podcast. Um, but just before that, just before that, next Friday, in fact, 
Mm -hmm. uh, Paolo, you've got something a little special planned. I do. I've got my 1,000 follower celebration stream on mm -hmm. Friday the 9th of November, as you say. Start at 7 o'clock in the morning, 7 a.m. Scottish time. Nope. Got to be a whole host of things, community games, quizzes. The big thing is the Wee Maverick is going to play a game with me on stream, which Ooh. is a huge, huge... And we're playing the divorce game, probably. I was going to say, is it going to be the divorce game? <laughs> Excellent. So tune in. Paul Kaczynski. 19th Wee! November, 7am. Fabulous. And you are doing 1,000 minutes. Yes. Which translates so it... as 16 hours and 40 minutes. Well, I think 1,000 minutes translates, yeah, to 16 hours, 40 minutes. Madness. <laughs> Madness. We'll see how we go. That'll be a lot of fun. Um... It's Friday the 19th, we Maverick. <laughs> Friday the 19th, indeed. Good. Well, that's that. So make sure that you set your set your um, calendars for that. Yes, so indeed. Blended, did you like that? Set your calendars. Mark your watches. Mark your watches, everyone. Set your calendars. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> um, in the meantime uh, Paolo are you on tomorrow are you streaming tomorrow should be yes sir in the morning uh, I'll be on sort of sometime kind of late morning probably early afternoon um, and Blunder's working too hard I'm good to be elusive for the next couple of weeks though life things elusive uh, yes you've got lots of life yeah. stuff happening well I think everyone knows I've started a job and the end of November, I'm moving house, and it's just a wee bit too up in the air for anything oh, happening just now. Go. So, yeah, fair enough. So you, you yeah. know, you'll you'll get blunder. The return of the blunder will happen eventually, and it'll be magnificent. It will indeed. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. absolutely will. <laughs> um, and obviously, Paolo will have the Sunday social as yes. well. Um, so lots, lots, lots to look forward to. Um, anyway, that has been episode ninety nine. <gasps> Off the Daily Men podcast, please do join us for our episode 100 spectacular uh, next time. Uh, do remember to get all your uh, various pieces of Daily Men fan fiction arts, general abuse in. Make sure you get it all in. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have some fun with that. And uh, yeah, and you can catch us then. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer. Uh, in a moment, you're going to see our lovely list of our other producers as well. Please do enjoy that uh, when you see it and give your name a wee wave if you're a producer of the podcast. Um, Blunder, say goodbye. Goodbye. Paolo, say goodbye. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. We will see you again on the 25th of November for episode 100. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>